We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome one, welcome all. We are glad you are here. The Tuesday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. As we uh, get closer and closer to Christmas and the holidays, and uh, we're sitting here on the 22nd of December, and uh, the weather's not bad. <laughs> not bad outside at all. I just ran outside real quick and took a couple things out to the uh, to the garbage dumpster, if you will. And uh, God, I'm kind of looking around. I'm just in shorts and a t-shirt and running around. I'm like, this, this isn't too bad for December. I know the colder weather's coming on Christmas Eve. It's going to be down into the single digits if you're out and about and heading over through the through the woods and such to grandma's house but it's not a not a bad way to go right now when we talk about the state of wisconsin well i don't think we really have much snow i mean i know in the northern western portion of the state we have some snow coming but really it's more of just a a light mix and a few flurries here and there that's about the extent of it uh, for the rest of us so not bad and right now i mean like my yard i don't know exactly where it is you're from uh in this portion of the upper midwest but uh, my yard not a bit of snow in it everything's gone so, which then exposed everything that my dogs leave behind. So I got to get out there and pick up my yard. <laughs> but, but, uh, but nevertheless, uh, snow, nah, baby, nah. I'm going to be talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette coming up here momentarily. Um, listen, there's some really good stuff going on up north. Our friends uh, up there at uh, Pine Mountain Resort, go to PineMountainResort.com for all the information. they got some cool stuff happening up there right now. Pine Mountain Resort, the ski uh, resort in Iron Mountain, Michigan, it's open. Time to get outdoors and start enjoying the uh, great sport of downhill skiing or just relax. Uh, it's in the majestic setting in Michigan's amazing Upper Peninsula. You can bundle your lift ticket with lodging for amazing discounts and stay and ski packages as well. And you can choose from lodging in the hotel, a private condo, or the Alpine House. And they're currently serving all their food uh, up there in to-go containers on the outside. So you can enjoy them right there on the Sitzmark deck. Uh, burgers, brats, hot dogs, tenders, pizzas, you know, all that kind of stuff. All available on the Sitzmark deck right now. Adult beverages as well being uh, served at the Sitzmark Bar outside. So you're good to go if you're going to be out there skiing. You've got amazing experiences and you can practice the current COVID guidelines and distancing if you feel comfortable with that. But think about it. You're already going to be wearing a face mask and gloves anyway, so you might as well go ahead and go skiing. Call them for the guest services, 906-774-2747, 906-774-2747. But make sure you ask as well about their New Year's Eve packages, including 
a torchlight parade down the hill. There's going to be live music and fireworks. And all you got to do is go visit PineMountainResort.com. That's PineMountainResort.com. You can also follow them on Facebook for the most current updates. And you can head north to God's country and enjoy some great skiing at Pine Mountain Resort in Iron Mountain, Michigan. Again, PineMountainResort.com. Or call them right now and tell them we sent you. Two, or excuse me, 906-774-2747. That's 906 774 47. Let's bring in Ryan Wood, shall we? Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. You can find him on Twitter at ByRyanWood. PackersNews.com as well. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And, and Ryan, seven players get on the uh, the All-Pro squad. Uh, I'm thinking Tanyan, uh, possibly a guy like Corey Lindsley, possibly, although he's been banged up. But then you take a guy like Mason Crosby, certainly Kenny Clark. All those guys had that have that shot at being there. And I thought Tanyan and, and maybe Crosby might have the better shot or two bigger snubs, do you kind of feel the same, or uh, it's about the right amount of Packers to be on the Pro Bowl? You know, seven is a lot. I mean, it, it's the most that they've had since 2011. So we're talking about almost a decade. And for six starters, I mean, it's the most since the glory years that they've had six starters. So it's a lot, but I'm, I'm kind of with you. I mean, I do think that Robert Tunyon has a very legitimate claim to, to be a Pro Bowler. Um, and, and I – I don't know how these things get figured out. The one thing I guess I know is that name recognition means a whole lot, right? I mean, that's why David Bakhtiari took a couple years to get in. You go back, some offensive linemen, TJ Lang, Josh Sitton, they they took a few years to to, to get to that level, uh, which is why I think that it was good and also impressive that, that people recognize that Elton Jenkins is one of the best offensive mm-hmm. linemen in the league because it's only second year. But you, you look at Robert Tunyon versus Evan Ingram, right? 49 catches, 551 yards, 10 touchdowns for Tunyon. For Ingram, it's 54 catches, 572 yards, and one touchdown. I, I just I, I I don't get the discrepancy there. So yeah, if you, if you want to, you know, it's kind of crazy to think that there's there, there's potentially a team with seven Pro Bowlers that that got a snub. But I I, I would imagine that Robert Tunyon woke up uh, today wondering uh, what, what about him. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I wanted to also ask you about uh, Kevin Green. Obviously, I got a chance to know him back when he was coaching here and got a chance to know him a little bit better during uh, his Hall of Fame induction. But, uh, boy, I tell you what, if you're uh, somebody in the Packer family, what a shocking story yesterday to find out that he had passed away at the age of 58. Absolutely floored me. I couldn't believe it. Um, you know, I, I was my first season covering the team was 2014, so I never – covered the team when Kevin Green was the assistant coach here. However, I, I did talk to him a couple times for uh, for some stories. I remember speaking to him specifically about a story I did uh, several years ago on, on Julius Peppers um, because he was one of the few guys Peppers was that, that maintained a high pass rush productivity late into his career, late into his 30s. So few guys have ever done that historically. Well, Kevin Green was one of those guys like, for his last – four seasons I think he, he had double digit sacks and just the intensity of this guy 
it's it's palpable even over the phone um you know remember talking with him about the the hall of fame of course kevin green um absurdly it took a a decade and a half for him to get into canton he's a top five sacks guy of all time Mm -hmm. uh since since the numbers go back since 1982 but just just the intensity of this guy he was a really special guy special player but a really special guy, and um, wish I would have known him better. But but everyone that, by all accounts, anyone that that, that did know him well, it's it, it's a tough day. Um, moving back to on the field, how big of a game is this? Not just for seeding, but I think more so to kind of get that. Hey, we're one and two against teams with a winning record. I, now the Bears are actually back to five hundred. So uh, I don't know if you can consider them one of those teams that doesn't have a losing record, so to speak, but. Uh, teams with winning record, the Packers are one and two. How big of a game is this as far as proving ground goes coming up on Sunday night? Well, it's it's big because if they win and uh, they get a little a little help from the 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 Rams against the Seahawks, then they're looking at clinching the one seed now instead of waiting to week seventeen. And and that's obviously something that you'd rather not have to wait for if you can avoid that. You want to do it as soon as possible, and it gives you options of. What whatever they choose to do week 17, if they're not playing for anything in the seeding, it'd be very fascinating to see what what, what kind of scenarios they come up with. Um, so, and I also think, Bill, that this run defense getting a taste of, of Derrick Henry, it, it's it's going to be it's going to be important to see how they match up against the best running back in the NFL. I mean, it's been two years now. Everyone knows what happened last season, how how that ended. Um, it's late in the season again. You've got a team with seven Pro Bowlers that is the number one seed right now, and certainly looks to be headed on its way to to the number one seed, a, a legitimate Super Bowl contender again. You you you'd like to see the the run defense come out and and perform admirably, if not well. Um, and and that that might be a long a tall order, but we'll we'll have to see. I, I think it's going to be a very fascinating matchup. Um, now let's take it a step further. You had kind of brought it up, so I'll, I'll finish that thought, and that is if they clinch, the question is if Aaron Rodgers is going for an MVP and you may need that weekend against the Chicago Bears, do you play him? It's really hard for me to see Aaron Rodgers going for a third MVP and not playing all 16 games. Isn't it, Bill? I mean, it, I, I just I – Not unless he has that. just an amazing game this weekend. But Patrick Mahomes could do the same thing. It's it's such a dead right. heat right now. I mean, I think that there's legitimate talk about splitting the vote. Um, it's it's just, it's that close right now. So if if it's that close, you need all 16 games. You would assume so, correct? But I don't know. yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a really know. fascinating thing. I I I I, I don't you know. It, it, I wonder if there's going to be some temptation if that's the case to play Jordan Love I wonder if it's tempting at all um but I just can't I cannot see them taking Aaron Rodgers off the field if the MVP race is in question that 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 is a legacy thing I don't you know fans should not be rolling their eyes about oh individual awards a third MVP is the most exclusive club in the entire sport um for him to get that would be a legacy thing. The Packers should absolutely – they should do right by him and, and give him every opportunity to do that. I was going to say, do you play him fully in that game or do you just uh, you know pray to God that he gets you know three, four touchdowns and you're out of there probably midway through the third quarter? I could see there being less of a likelihood that, that he plays the, the full game than, than not playing at all. Um, yes, especially if, you know, if he goes out there and tosses a couple touchdowns in the first half, maybe that's enough. I, I, I don't know, but – 
Um, it's just it's it's hard to see him not playing at all. It's 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 difficult to see that. The uh, game this past weekend was not a bad game by Aaron Rodgers by any stretch of the imagination. Just statistically, quarterback rating-wise, his second lowest of the season. And when you talk about a quarterback rating in the 90s and you're like, that's the second lowest of his season? Uh, considering everything's been over 100, it's been an unbelievable year for Aaron Rodgers. So my next question is, what are you looking for out of the offense this weekend? Because that offense seemingly sputtered and just got away from itself in the second half of that contest. How big of a contest is this for the offense? Not just the defense to stop Derrick Henry or shut him down or slow him down, but for the offense to put this thing back on track and to find that rhythm again. And I keep hearing about this energy thing at Lambeau Field, and it keeps making me wonder if they're talking about a lack of energy at Lambeau, why are you fighting so hard to get, get home field advantage throughout if you don't have energy and you're going to come out flat and play bad at home? That's a great point. Yeah, you know, without the fans especially, it's, I do think that you know, if you have a, a New Orleans or even a Tampa come up here, the, the cold weather is, can, can be some advantage, but they need, to, they need to make that an advantage, and they haven't done that. Yeah, you're right about Aaron Rodgers. Um, snapped an eight-game streak of, of over 100 passer rating. Uh, so that's that's how hot he'd been coming in. Um, and as far as the offense, you, you, you want to see them actually convert some, some third downs. They start four for four. They finish five for 12. That is, that, that, that's a big, steep drop off the cliff there. You want to mm-hmm. see them be able to get back to what they've done on third down this season and then the pass protection, I think, uh, the, the the sacks that they gave up against Carolina. This offensive line has been so darn good all season. It's just been locked down in pass coverage. Other than really the Bucks game in Tampa, it's it's been it's been really good. Um, that, that you you want to see them kind of move past that and make what happened against Carolina uh, an anomaly. Good stuff as always, Ryan. I appreciate it, and we'll talk later in the week and uh, have a terrific holiday. I know we're going to be efforting towards football, but nevertheless, at least we get a little time off to breathe for a couple minutes, okay? Yep, all right. Take care. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, PackersNews.com, joining us on uh, on the line on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider has been doing it for over 85 years. Call him, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Still hiring, and if you're looking for a job, you're looking for a new team to go to, check out our friends at uh, Schneider. 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. You can find Ryan on Twitter, at ByRyanWood. Um, I guess they got to put a, a smiley face up, right? You know, they they got to talk positively about it because this is what was supposed to happen. Uh, we'll talk about Adam Silver's comments out of the NBA. And, and, I don't know if you watched it this morning, I almost fell out of my damn chair. And uh, somebody should take this clip and send it down to the Bucks facility and say, here you go. If that doesn't piss you off, I don't know what will. I'll tell you what I'm talking about coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Let the good times roll And I want these words to make things right But it's the wrongs that make the words come to life But who does he think he is? If that's the worst you got, better put your fingers back to the key One night, one more time Thanks for the memories, even though they weren't so bad It tastes like you, sweetheart It's 
Radio. Joe Zinzola going to be along for the ride. So uh, looking forward to that. The Bill Michael Auto again, presented by Bud Light Seltzer. Tomorrow night, you can find it on many of these same stations. If not, go to the radio.com app. You can always get it on the website, simply BillMichaelsSports.com. You can find us there as well. Hope to uh, hope to be chatting with you tomorrow night uh, during the huddle. So Adam Silver was on the Four Letter Network with Stephen A. Smith and got into the discussion about the Supermax and the extension that Giannis signed and stayed, remains, with the Milwaukee Bucks. Here's what Adam Silver had to say. How big of a deal was that in your mind, not just for him, for the city of Milwaukee, but for the league, the fact that he decided to stay in a smaller market? Talk to me about what that means to you. I think it's a huge deal. In essence, it means that the collective bargaining agreement is working as we designed it. I mean, as you know, it's, it's no secret. We build in huge incentives for players to stay in the market that drafted them, both in terms of signing extensions and then ultimately, you know, renewing their contracts there. And there's there's enormous financial incentives. And, and the goal is in our league in that, especially with the huge explosion in social media and the distribution of our games globally, the goal is that players are making decisions based on the quality of the team they're playing for, the, the belief in the community, the management of the team, all those factors as, as aside from just the, the absolute size of the market. And I think that the Milwaukee Bucks have done an incredible job surrounding Giannis with, with you know, a, a, a roster that is, is championship caliber. I think that the community has embraced him, certainly in terms of personal accomplishments as multiple MVPs and and globally known, I, I think what we're seeing here is that a realization from Giannis that at this point now it's about winning, not being in a market that may have more people. So again, I think it's a, I think it's a very positive sign for the league. So that's what Adam Silver had to say about Giannis signing the Supermax. Are you buying that? Um, basically what he's saying is, is you know, Giannis stayed – because the Bucks can offer him the most money, and guys are looking into not just going to the big market, but they're looking to all the things that surround them in the markets in which they play. And and you know, if the Bucks were a bad team with a superstar, and he knew he could probably go make an extra twenty five, thirty million dollars a year, you know, working with a shoe company and then a couple more companies, and then he's going to go to a big market and get a bigger marketing deal and, and make only one hundred and eighty million as opposed to or one hundred and fifty million as opposed to two hundred and thirty million. Chances are he's probably gone. But the Bucks have done what he they he wanted them to do: get competitive, put together a championship caliber roster, allow him to be that leader. Uh, the community has embraced him. Let's be honest. I mean, everybody's walking around with the honest jersey on for God's sakes. So I mean, it's it's all gone as planned. This is what the NBA wanted, and he's right when it comes to negotiating it into the collective bargaining agreement. Now, um, so I'll say, do you buy what Adam Silver is selling? That's my first part of this. The second part of this, if you were watching the same network earlier today, uh, I almost fell out of my chair. They got into a discussion about the best player in the Eastern Conference, not who's going to be the MVP, but just this year the best player in the Eastern Conference. And I'm thinking, two-time MVP. It's gonna be. It's gotta be honest, hands down, right? No. No. Max Kellerman said Giannis would be the guy. But Dominique Foxworth of ESPN said, and I quote: "He ran from Harden. He ran from Luca. He's nowhere near on the same level as KD." Talking about Kevin Durant with Brooklyn, 
And Kevin Durant looks healthy and looks solid again, but we don't know what he's going to be once the regular season gets underway. But saying that Giannis ran from Harden and he ran from Luka, calling Giannis out, now Dominique Foxworth, I understand, more of a football player than a basketball player. But in regards to the debate, uh, it was two against one when it came to uh, Max Kellerman you know, promoting Giannis and others going again, you know, more so for Kevin Durant. If Giannis doesn't get that footage and put that up inside his, you know, phone or locker or something, uh, that people are saying he ran from competition. Giannis didn't run from anybody. I, I just, it's almost like everybody wanted Giannis to be great. And now here comes the Giannis backlash. What they're judging this upon is KD ended up leaving and going and, and winning a championship with Golden State. And so he's got a ring, and he was the best player in MVP in that finals. And, and you know, granted, I mean, he deserves the accolades. Kevin Durant has been a hell of a player. But to, to not even consider Giannis as the best player in the, in the East? I mean, hands down, you're talking about a guy that's coming back again from an Achilles injury who sat out a year, and suddenly he's now dubbed the best player just because? I, man, I, I'll tell you this. If anybody at the Bucks organization is listening, I'd go find that footage from first take today, and I'd put that in Giannis's locker and say, "Here you go. You want great ones use motivation. We know that. You want some motivation? Go grab that. Go grab that." Because I almost fell out of my chair when they were saying that that he ran from Harden and he ran from Luca. Woo! Holy moly! Anyway, uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to come back, and then when we come back, my friends, it's time to frenzy. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Russ looks, he's going to lay it up over the top. He's got a man down there. It's Metcalf. He's got it. Touchdown, Seahawks. Another big football weekend. Give to Gurley, dives over the pile, stood up, and is into the end zone anyway for the Falcons. Touchdown. Time to look around the rest of the league. This time, it's a handoff. No, it's a fake. Lent into the end zone. Touchdown, Zucker. Listen, he faked you. He faked faked me. He faked everybody. This is the football frenzy on the Bill Michaels Show. Here's the flip to McCaffrey. Jeffrey to the right, picks up a good block from Moten and scores. Touchdown, Carolina. Second down, handoff, Elliott banging at the goal line. That's a touchdown, Cowboys. Time now to frenzy. We start now with the Bills and the Broncos. Josh Allen connecting with that old friend of A-Rodge. Second and goal from just outside the 21-yard line. Josh Allen in the gun. On a snap, Allen looks, looks, guns it downfield, strike, touchdown, Jake Kumaro, touchdown, Buffalo. He threw a strike, an absolute fastball to Jake Kumaro for his first touchdown in a Buffalo uniform. Wow. One target, one catch, 22 yards, and a touchdown for Coondog. Josh Allen, 28 of 40, 359 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Solid day at the office. Uh, Drew Locke, 20 of 32, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, in a losing effort, that was on the Bills Radio Network, 48-19, the final in that contest. The Bills go to 11-3, the Broncos go to 5-9. and nine. The Buccaneers and the Falcons, Tom Brady has this deep shot to his guy, Antonio Brown. Brady, a seven-step drop, looks downfield, wants all of it, those toward the end. Got a receiver open, it's Antonio Brown, touchdown Tampa Bay! Buccaneers take the lead for the first time of the game, and Brown has his first touchdown as a Buccaneer. 
trailing in that contest for a while. That was on the Buccaneers Radio Network. Uh, at one point, it was 24-7 to in that contest uh, for the Falcons, and then that's when uh, suddenly Tom Brady and company came storming back in the contest. Antonio Brown gets the catch, gets the touchdown. That was the 46-yarder, as a matter of fact. Tom Brady, 31-45, 390 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Matt Ryan, 34-49, 356 yards, and three touchdowns. Their defense flat-out stinks. And uh, that's the reason the uh, Falcons are 4-10. The Buccaneers sitting in now at 9-5. and five. Cowboys 49ers, Tony Pollard, no problem stepping in for Zeke Elliott. And he's going to give it to Pollard, coming on the right side. First down, breaks a tackle. Pollard running away to the 15-10. Tony Pollard streaks in. 40-yard touchdown run. Mike McCarthy's crew gets the win on the Cowboys radio network. 41-33 the final. Cowboys now sitting at 5-9. and nine. 49ers also now at 5 and 9. The Colts. The te- Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Mike. Colts and Texans. Zach Pascal. Pascal had a big day for Indy. Rivers sets up, throws left side to Zach Pascal at the five yard line, looking for the pylon. And he's in. Zach Pascal with his second receiving score today. And it gives the Colts the lead 26 to 20. Touchdown. I N D Y. Zach Pascal. Colts Radio Network, PAT makes it 27-20. That's the final. That's the way it ended up. 10-4. and four. The Colts are Texans sitting at 4-10 on the season, just waiting for their season to end. Meantime, Bill Belichick unable to outsmart another rookie quarterback. Quarterback sneak touchdown. There you go. There's the touchdown finally. And that'll give the Dolphins that 21-12 lead we thought they had before with 3-13 left to play. 22-12, the final on the Dolphins radio network. Tua takes it into the end zone. He did throw a pick, uh, but he also ran one in. Actually, two touchdowns on the day. Tua was three carries, nine yards, and a couple of touchdowns. Goes 20 of 26, 145 yards. Cam Newton, 17-27, 209 yards. Nothing else to show for it. Sacked three times. And uh, just, boy, that's just not working out for him there in uh, New England. Meantime, you got the Bears and the Vikings. David Montgomery, when all else fails, you just got to keep feeding him the ball. He had another outstanding performance on the ground. Snap Trubisky, extend the hand off right. Opening for Montgomery, 10, 5, into the end zone with a couple piggyback rides along the way. Touchdown, Bears. Jeff Joniak. What is the fade to black, by the way? I don't know what the fade, every time they win a game, it's fade to black. I don't know what the fade to black is. I don't know if that's just, you know, the end of the game, that's an old television saying or what, but nevertheless, Bears get the win. 33-27 on the Bears radio network. Bears now back to 500, sitting at 7-7. Seven seven. The Vikings fall 6-8 and eight on the season. There you have it. And uh, that's not a bad thing because I think the Vikings were a team that was just starting to peak and feel their oats when it came to the run game, and now all of a sudden they're on the outside looking in, way outside, needing to win out with a lot of help. Seahawks and Washington. This is the way it went. Carlos Hyde, a long touchdown run. Take a listen. Ball off to Hyde, and he breaks free inside the 40, down to the 30. He's on the run, 20, 15, 10. He's going to go in. Touchdown, Seahawks. Chris Carson loosened him up, and Carlos Hyde makes him pay as Carlos takes the touchdown in from 50 yards out, and the Seahawks extend their lead on this opening drive of the second half. 19 to 3. Carlos Hyde, what a run. They were up with the PAT 20 to 3 at one point. Washington puts up uh, 12 points 
in the uh, in the fourth quarter, just not able to do it on the Seahawks radio network. Twenty to fifteen, the final. Uh, Washington leading that division, sitting at six and eight right now. Meanwhile, the Seahawks on the road. They go to ten and four. Ravens, Jaguar. He's back. Lamar Jackson found him in the end zone. Jackson wants to throw. Backpedaling at the 20. Now he'll dart over to the left, extends the play, fires to the end zone. Touchdown, Des Bryant, his first as a Raven. And he'll flash the X to the stands. He has waited four-plus years to get back to the end zone as the former Dallas Cowboy gets his first score as a Raven. That's on the, the uh, Ravens radio network. 40-14, to 14, the final in that contest. Lamar Jackson, 17-22, 243 yards, did throw a pick, but three touchdowns, 133.1 quarterback rating, also 10 carries for 35 yards on the day. The Ravens ran for a total of 159 yards. Gardner Minshew, 22 of 29, 226, a couple of touchdowns, solid day, but not enough in the long run as they ended up taking the loss. Again, it was a 40-14 to win. The Ravens go to 9-5. and Jacksonville, only one win on the season, and they now own the top spot in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Uh, meanwhile, you got the Jet. Oh, boy. Speaking of aging veterans, this vet uh, continues to be ageless. Darnold gives the gore, runs left, dives, pushes the pile. He's in. That's a Jet touchdown. On fourth and goal, Frank Gore punches it in from a half yard out. Frank Gore for the Jets scores. The Jets at one point were up 23-10. to 10. Ten points in the fourth quarter for the Rams. The Jets go east coast to west coast and they knock off the L.A. Rams. That was the Jets radio network. They get the win and hang on. 23-20 to for their first win of the season. And because of their record, tiebreakers, all that kind of stuff, right now the Jaguars own the top spot in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstake as the team with the first overall pick in this upcoming NFL draft. And maybe, uh, you know, the Jaguars get another win or the Jets uh, – you know, don't, but we'll wait and see. Nevertheless, uh, the Jets right now on the outside looking in. The Cardinals and the Eagles. Kyler Murray got to the best of Jalen Hurts in this wild shootout. Third and two at the 20. Shotgun snap to Murray. Drops back to throw. Fires left side. Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins puts his hands up and he catches it. And it's a touchdown. I have no idea how he caught that ball. DeAndre Hopkins' hands are as good as we've ever seen in the National Football League. I have no idea how he caught that football with a defender all over him. That's on the Cardinals radio network, 33-26. If you saw the play, you have no idea. I mean, just he just pulled the ball down. It was just DeAndre Hopkins, just amazing. 11 targets, 9 catches, 169 yards, breaking the 100-yard mark again. Had a touchdown, a long catch of 45 yards downfield. Uh, just getting it done in so many different facets. 27 to 36, Kyler Murray, Murray was, but he threw for 406 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts, 24 of 44, 338 uh, and three touchdowns. Had a really solid performance and thus keeping Carson Wentz on the bench. The Chiefs and the Saints, Patrick Mahomes had a crazy touchdown pass to McCall Hardman in the corner of the end zone. Here it is. Sprint out action to the left by Mahomes. Holds it in his right hand. Fires it late for the end zone in the back of the end zone. Hardman with the catch. Does he have it? They haven't ruled it. Yes, they do. Touchdown, Kansas City. This time the Jet takes a small plane, a single-engine plane to the back of the end zone, and the Chiefs regain the lead on a five-yard touchdown pass. A lot of description there. There you have it on the Chiefs radio network. Chiefs go to 13-1 in the season. They get the win 32-29 over the Saints, who fall to 10 
and four on the season with the return of Drew Brees in this contest. Remember, Drew Brees in the game. He ends up 15 of 34, 234 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Patrick Mahomes, 26 of 47, 254 yards, three touchdowns, quarterback rating 92. He was uh, sacked four times, hurried six total. But uh, nevertheless, they walk away with a win. Baker Mayfield and the Browns and the Giants. He hits Jarvis Landry for this touchdown. Mayfield in the shotgun. Baker waits. Second down and goal. Now they move Peoples-Jones in motion. Mayfield play action fake. Drifts back, drifts back, throws, end zone. Caught! Landry's got it! And he's got it for a touchdown! Sounds like they're in a high school press box doing that game, but that's on the Browns radio network. The Browns, easy contest in this one. They go to 10-4, and four, getting, getting the win over the Giants, 20-6. to six. Giants go to 5-9 and nine on the season. And then last night, I had to eat some words. I thought, here come the Steelers. They get off to a fast start in the second half after a very ugly first half. And then all of a sudden, Ryan Finley, who? Ryan Finley takes it in himself. Finley in the gun, second down and two. Runs nice. after faking to nice. Piran. He's to get the 15, yeah. the 10, middle Boom. of the field, into Boom. the end zone. Touchdown, Ryan Finley, as he runs the zone read to perfection. Into the end zone for the Bengals score. Dan Horde, Dave Lapham, over there on the uh, the Bengals radio network. Ryan Finley taking it in. The Bengals get the win. 27-17. The Steelers have now lost three straight. They have fallen out of the contention for the top spot in the AFC after being undefeated for 11 games. Meanwhile, the Bengals, they go to 3-10-1 on the season, but uh, they hate Pittsburgh down there, and so they're all dancing and eating Skyline Chili in the streets in the Queen City. And that does it, my friends, for the frenzy. That gets you all caught up all throughout the rest of the NFL. I feel good. Big Ten opener tonight. We'll discuss when we come back this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at the New Mail Medical Center. Hey, we know this time of year you're out and about, you're moving around, you got all kinds of things going on, you can start to feel a little bit tired, a little bit sluggish, and people are going to call you the Grinch. Don't worry about it. Head over to my friends at New Mail Medical Center, the medical experts. They can help you out with low T, or if you need to give the best of you, so to speak, to your partner, they can help you out with ED. They've got all the treatments without all the nasty side effects, but you can't do anything if you don't call. And I know there's a lot of great food this time of year. There's cookies, there's cakes, there's pies, there's breads, you name it. Everything with the carbs, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, puddings as well. I still got pudding shots left in my house from a couple of weeks ago. Still eating those things. It's that time of year. You can actually lose weight this time of year, but you can't do anything if you don't call. Call my friends at New Mail Medical Center where they can help you out and kind of present in 2021 an all-new you. Call them, 414-455-4451. For all their locations, 414 455 Four four five one. That's four one four four five five four four five one. We'll talk about the Badgers and Nebraska Big Ten opener coming up tonight. Next on the Bill Michael Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 
now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers installing the game plan today for their Sunday night matchup against the Tennessee Titans here at Lambeau Field. Before he was hired by Green Bay, Matt LaFleur was the Titans offensive coordinator under head coach Mike Vrabel. I got a lot of respect for Mike. Uh, you know, I learned a lot from him. I thought he was he's a great leader and he does a great job getting his football team prepared to play each and every week. The Titans now 10-4 and after beating Detroit 46-25. to Mike Vrabel after the win. You know, we had a few drives that, you know, we certainly would like to do better on and, and be back. I mean, we took a safety, you know, which was unfortunate. But, uh, you know, there were some good things, and we fin- I thought we finished the game well. Green Bay with seven players named to the Pro Bowl, including Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, Zadarius Smith, and Aaron Rodgers. And the Packers are mourning the loss of Kevin Green. He was the team's linebackers coach when they won Super Bowl 45 and was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, along with Brett Favre, who said that Green was the hardest-hitting linebacker in the league. I asked him what was his secret when facing Favre. I always had a good idea pre-snap of what Brett Favre and, and that offense was going to do. And I told Brett that he likes to run the bootleg. He likes to run it when the ball is on the offensive left hash. He got a big giggle. And he said, well, I thought you were playing ahead of the ball. I kind of thought that you had you know, sneaked off playbook at one time or another. Kevin Green was 58 years old. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. The Badgers, after a 6-1 non-conference schedule, number nine in the country, opening up Big Ten play tonight. Going to be at the Kohl Center. Nebraska comes a-calling. And uh, the the Nebraska unranked, by the way. But, uh, boy, they beat the hell out of Louisville. Their largest margin of victory over a top 25 team, I think, in their history, 85-48. The other day, they beat Louisville up. I mean, just it was just on fire. They could not miss. Could not miss. I, you know what? I'm fired up. I'm not only – I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I get a chance to see them play tonight against Nebraska. But uh, they're going to be taking on Michigan State on Christmas Day. So you got you got Bucks basketball on Christmas Day, uh, Badger basketball on Christmas Day. I'm, I'm fired up. I'm excited about this. So you got you got some good stuff coming up. But uh, they open up a conference play, and Wisconsin has won each of its last two Big Ten openers, beating Indiana last season, and then winning uh, at number 14 Iowa back in the 2018-2019 season. Uh, The Badgers have won uh, their last eight Big Ten games, and they're looking for their longest conference win streak since the 2014-2015 season. So 6 o'clock tonight, and that's going to be on Fox Sports 1, uh, FS1, but uh, 6 o'clock tonight they tip off out at the Kohl Center. And things are going, things are going, things are going solid for the Badgers right now. Last season, uh, Wisconsin won its final eight conference games to finish the year with a share of the Big Ten title. Remember, I was I was pimping at the time. I said, "Look, what they did, the way they turned that thing around, man, oh man, fantastic stuff." And uh, when you talk about uh, Wisconsin uh, and what they've done, they've won eighty five point nine percent of their games at the Kohl Center all time. That ranks the ninth best winning percentage for any Division One team in the uh, current home. 
So good stuff. And then obviously Greg Gard, Big Ten Coach of the Year last year, has a career record of 107 and 58, uh, the third highest winning percentage in Wisconsin's history. So Wisconsin looking to open it up tonight and uh, and knock off the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Nebraska sitting at four and three on the season. So Fred Hoiberg, remember Fred Hoiberg? Hoiberg was uh, you know the Bulls head coach for a short period of time and was terrible there. And uh, his record at uh, Nebraska, 11 and 28. He's in his second season, 11 and 28. So there you have it. Hey, uh, reminder, it's getting colder. We all know that I keep telling you about that. And uh, it's going to be getting even colder when you talk about Christmas Eve and such. And my friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they have got the deal going on right now. They install year-round. People ask me all the time, do they do that? Yes, they do. They can kind of cordon off a room, open up your doors and windows, replace them real quick, and then take down the – the sheeting that would make uh, your house still, um, you know, not be able to, you know, let all the heat out, so to speak. But they can do it. They install year-round. They get rid of every leaky window and door. And every time you do that, you start saving on those energy bills, both in winter and in summer. And better yet, they've got the Pella Now and Pay Later offer. You get no money down, no payments, and no interest for 12 months. Plus, you get to save an extra 500 bucks on qualifying offers right now. So that's going to keep some additional jingo in your pocket. Uh, but it's only through the end of the month, through the end of the year right here. You can set up your free consultation right now. You can stop in. They've got the experience centers. They have one in Green Bay. They have one uh, just west of Milwaukee out in Brookfield. And uh, then they've got another one, a new one out in Madison. You can just stop in and check them out, check out, check out all the hardware, the windows, the doors, see the operation. Or just simply go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella wi.com and see all that Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin have to offer. They're just good stuff, good quality stuff. I've got them in my home, and I can't say enough about them. And even when I had the the house party, uh, the kind of gathering, so to speak, a couple of weeks ago, there was a few people that came in and said, "Hey, I hear you talk about them all the time. Which ones?" And I'm like, "Well, all of them over here, the patio door here, down in the great room, the patio door out back. So all of them." Uh, except for like one or two have been replaced, and one or two were brand new when I moved in. So everything else is new. So good stuff from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. When we come back, going to talk some basketball. We're getting ready to tip off the season. The former Phoenix Sun GM, Radio.com Sports NBA insider Ryan McDonough is going to be here. And then we're going to hear from the Bucks general manager, John Horst, a little bit later too. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show is next. to border the bill michaels sports talk network we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 